is up, Midnight Tokers, Afternoon Nailers, and AM Hookah Smokers. This is the AM Hookah Podcast. We are a weekly podcast every Monday at 6.30 Standard Time, talking about the world of hookah right here on YouTube and Twitch over at twitch.tv slash AM Hookah. I am the M in the AM, and with me, as always, is the man who once used his mind Stop. to pack a Stop. perfect under-over pack of Tangiers, Adrian Hunter. Adrian, how are you doing, my friend? Dude, what's going on, Matt? I'm doing well. Uh, hanging out. Um, we're late. No, 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 no. That was actually not uh, yeah. late. No, no, not at all. Oh, no? No. That was all on purpose, actually, believe it or not. That was just our us trying to advertise our new t- show that's on Friday nights called oh. Technical Difficulties. Man, we are smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Apple should hire us for their advertising. I mean, maybe we're not quite to that level yet, but we're getting close. I feel um, that was a little crazy. I didn't. We we ran, I ran into some small issues, problems, but uh, because that uh, happened, uh, 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 technical difficulties. <laughs> Friday Friday nights, technical difficulties. This week, actually, it's going to be Adrian Hunter that's going to be on technical difficulties. Um, what do you, do you want to talk about anything that you have planned for the show? So let's, let's do a little bit of self-promotion very quickly. Um, we are the AMUCA podcast channel. We are our own self-sponsors and we have three different shows that happen right here on this very YouTube channel or on Twitch, if that's where you like to follow us. Um, our three shows are obviously this, the weekly Monday podcast, our home, our butter, our bread, all that kind of great stuff. We have the game cast, which is going to be on Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights is usually around like... I don't know. It depends. It's like either nine o'clock or so. Um, I'm going to be on it this week. I'm going to be playing some duck game. Uh, it's going to be an absolute fun yeah. time. Duck game is real fucking cool. Here's what they care about. This week on technical difficulties, Adrian Hunter is going to be hosting. And this time, instead of bashing hazy bowls, I'm going <laughs> oh, no. to be uh, doing a little tutorial on how you would use an Egyptian bowl in um, various different settings, probably starting with a Fokker and moving through some other stuff because no one's using Egyptian bowls and that's, a mistake, I think. So we're going to be doing that, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And um, and we'll bash something else on Friday. No bashing. No bashing. Well, no bashing. We're going to bash. I'm going to bash Mason. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to go down the list of bowls one at a time. Oh, by the way, there's a ton of people that are here in the chat. I want to give a big shout out to everyone that showed up and is here Good and hanging start. out and stuff. We really do appreciate everyone here. Derek Moses from Moses Hoses obviously is here. Akeem, the original super fam. We got, uh, let's see who else we got. Captain Wetbeard hanging out in there. Raul's hanging out. Kenneth, how are you doing, my man? It's been far too long. Uh, Jenica Patter- uh, Patterson as well as Brandon, I believe, is somewhere here too. Just all around, all of the people that are always hanging out with us. Jeremy Bird! What is up, Jeremy Bird from Hookah University? We got some awesome people hanging on the chat. Uh, sorry that it's taken so long for us to get to the point in which we are at the moment. But uh, I need to get my notes back up, Adrian. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing this week. <laughs> Let's pull his notes back up because um, we're continuing to promote technical difficulties here on AIM Hookah Podcast. Yeah. It's something we're going to be doing for now. We're just going to be shamelessly plugging our own stuff yes matt do you have your notes up yet i do have my notes up and uh talking about uh, talking about selfishly uh promoting ourselves you guys should go follow us on twitter at am hookah you should follow us on instagram am hookah you should also follow us on our different uh, facebook accounts we have a group and we have a page that you should join and be a part of because they're really cool places obviously 
Uh, Matt is in the new beanie. I am in my new beanie. This is my uh, my Maggie beanie. I like it a whole lot. It makes it difficult to see when I do that. But it is a very comfortable beanie, and it keeps my headphones feeling real nice. Hey, Adrian, could you do me a small favor? Maybe. Could you tap your snowball? Okay. Okay, okay. I thought the audio was sounding a little muffled or odd for some reason. Do you guys hear anything? Is this better? Does I, it sound better? It sounds odd to me. Maybe it's just my my cans. I don't know. If How anybody, my audio guys. Yeah, let it, us know. Pulling off of the snowball. Can you hear it when I scratch it? Yeah, yeah, is I can hear very it. Very audible. Yeah. Does like, that sound like the source? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna set this on my keyboard. It there could just. I can't use my spacebar or F1 right now. We'll, we'll try that. It could just be me. I, I I could just be the one that's having a hard time hearing for some reason. I don't know what the heck's going on. Uh, We're okay. promoting the show. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my damnedest, really am. This week, we're going to be talking about some news surrounding Azure, a general discussion about the brand. We're also going to talk about the flavors and the cut and a whole lot more. But first, but first, let's check in with our producer extraordinaire and see what he is smoking. Bracken, are you there, Mr. Producer? Bracken. What's going on, Ampuka Podcast Nation? How's it going? <laughs> it's going pretty good. What's happening? What's cracking? What's cracking, Bracken? I got some bowls and I'm packing. Tangier's life. I know we're talking about Azure, but um, Tangang, hashtag, boom, well, boom. What is it you're smoking exactly? What is inside that Tangang thing that you are smoking? My God, I'm screwing everything up right now. Oh well, my gosh, yeah. don't look. Jesus Christ. I am smoking peach cobbler in the Burkuk variation. I got it in my Hookah John 80 feet bowl. With the provost and the B2 and the aluminum DOs with the B2 tip. It's my like favorite setup. It's the only setup that I use on every podcast because mm -hmm. I'm comfortable with it. I love it. And it kind of matches the bricks. Well, very cool. Very cool. Anything exciting ha happening to you uh, this last week, Bracken? Anything newsworthy that you want to bring up on the podcast and inform the listeners about in any way? Maybe and some. Keep it PG. Yeah, keep it whatever. In that with case, Chris. no. <laughs> no, guys, uh, you know, Technical Difficulties is a show. You should check it out. It's great. The Gamecast is also a show. It is which, a show. Which you can check out. We are selling merch. We're on Instagram. Check us out on Instagram, guys. We're really doing a push. I know Adrian is working really hard. In the, you don't see it. He doesn't sweat on camera, but behind the scenes, we're breaking his back. He is working hard on the Instagram channel, so... Go check us out over there. Drop a like, comment, share us. Let us give us some feedback. We want to make that a really awesome platform of media, and your feedback is important. Yeah, it is. That's it why is. we hired Bracken. He can do the shilling for us, so we don't have to. Exactly. I was about to start shilling again, but I know that Adrian hates it when I do that, so I, I have to refrain myself from trying to sell ourselves. So thank you, Bracken. We appreciate that a ton. Uh, hopefully we can check in on him every so often and stuff, especially for the show in the beginning, just because it's always nice to hear what's going on with him. If you guys have a question that you'd like to drop inside of the chat or a comment that you'd like us to talk about, make sure to drop a couple of uh, quick, very quick uh, uh, question marks in front of it so that we can easily pick it out and see it, and then they will send it over to us so that we're able to quickly um, talk about that either comment or question that we have going on. On to the show, yes. Matthew. Go right ahead. Oh, me? Oh, I can do it? <laughs> Today, we have a topic. I made a thumbnail seeing so what the topic was. Also, Matt, did you title this video? I did. Yeah, I titled this video. The title. 
you probably came in doing what we were going to talk about. But to fill an hour and a half today, I'm going to oh say for 15 seconds that today we'll be talking about Azure, the brand. I already said this. Um, I already said listen, all this. <laughs> trying to fill an hour and a half, Matthew. Stop. We're talking about Azure. And that brings me to my next point. Matt, what are you smoking? I am smoking some Azure. I'm smoking some Azure Blonde right now. I'm actually smoking Azure Blonde, uh, the horchata flavor. It's been a long time since I've had this horchata flavor from Azure, and I really wanted to pack some and load it and smoke it. And Viva la horchata, right? Yeah, Viva la horchata. They have it both in the dark line and in the gold line. I am smoking the gold line at the moment. I do have it in the dark line. I actually have not tried. I, I have not tried it in the dark line. I've only ever tried this inside of the blonde line. Something that I'm a very big fan of. I think it's a very good flavor. I've really enjoyed it a lot. But that's what I'm smoking. What about you, Adrian? What are you smoking today? I got the Mason Bowl out, and I'm smoking some some Flex Seal. No, I'm just kidding. Oh god. Um, I'm smoking. I'm smoking Azure Sweet Summer Sun. Uh, I think is the name of is it Sweet Summer Sun? Something like that. It's a grape flavor, for what I can gather. Grape with some other notes, but grape is really the note that's popping out at me. I sprinkled a little bit of unicorn in there to make it a little bit sweet. And um, it's quite good. All I have right now on me is the dark line. Um, the dark line can be quite temperamental until you figure out how you want to pack it. I've discovered two good ways to pack it. Um, and we can talk about that a little later. I got the matte pair set up going on right now. And as soon as Matt asks me about any new videos, I'm going to direct you somewhere where I'm not using the matte pair for a reason that I'm excited to talk about because I'm disgusted. Um, and then, yeah, Hookie University lanyard because i figured today was the day to rep my good buddies jeremy uh travis dr noob sauce all those good guys oh yeah from over there at uni very very cool group on facebook you guys should definitely go and check it out it's a fun community filled with lots of people that like to do a lot of fun things over there as well um all right so yeah the next thing that we usually talk about here on the show is we talk about any new videos or reviews or something else we want to talk about i have not posted a video in a little while i've been very lazy trying to work on some other stuff my own fault i need to do a better job and get some stuff produced made and put up on my channel but adrian what about you you usually do a very good job of getting something new every week or every other week or so what do you have going up new on the pipe dream hookah channel this week my friend you want to see me throw up on camera i i uh, don't i no, right, no. I don't. I'm not asking you. I'm oh. asking the people that watch the show. Oh, okay. Matthew. okay. It's impossible work conditions we have here over at the AM Hookah Podcast. Um, I'm reviewing. It's the Alfacker series. It's on grape and berry. Oh, did you get ketchup? Did you get ketchup? Uh, it's go watch the review. It drops right after this ends. And um, I intentionally had to use a different pipe because I didn't want it to touch my matte pair. Oh, gosh. I can only... Now I'm excited. I do want to see you throw up, it turns out, if that's what actually happened. Um, everybody together, as soon as this is over, we all are going to head over to Pipe Dream Hookah, and we're going to put hashtag don't throw up. <laughs> that, is, that is what we're all going to go over there and comment on that video. It will be fantastic, yeah. I think. Yes, absolutely. Two bowls for everyone who does that. I'm talking about the currency, not the product. <laughs> Matt. Talk about that some other time. We will. We'll talk about some other exciting news. If you want to find out about that or the hints that you may be hearing a little bit of, jump on over to the GameCast this week where I will be over on the GameCast. It's going to be Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We're going to be playing some Duck Game. If you got Duck Game, let me know and we can all play it together. It's going to be a really, really fun time. But let's go ahead and move on with the show. The next thing that we got going on is, of course, the breaking news segment. I don't have the breaking news stuff because I 
got a wrench thrown into my uh, my setup for some reason. But I do want you guys to know that Breaking News is brought to you by the THL, the Hookah Lounge lifestyle thing that they have going on. There's some really exciting things happening in the future over on the group. And then also right here with us, we are partnering up with THL. We're going to be doing some exciting things in the future. One of the big things coming up, obviously, is the gala happening in New York. I'm going to be there. I'm very excited to be going to New York for the very first time. You're going to see me get New York drunk, it turns out, which is supposed to be a classier version of getting drunk. I don't know what that means, but we'll find it's out together. Not Dr. Noob Sauce is fucking lying to you. He gets <laughs> hammered. New York drunk's a lot like Detroit drunk, except for you like want to wake up the next morning. That's the main mm. difference. Um, because there's stuff to do in New York besides look at abandoned build- buildings and maybe get carjacked. Um, I was going to go somewhere from that, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I wanted to reiterate because um, I haven't talked a whole lot about the THL partnership mm-hmm. we have but this is very group inclusive um thl is trying to do a really cool thing where they're make it like matt said transitioning into more of a lifestyle brand the page is still going to exist because mm-hmm. it's a big hub everyone's part of all the groups there's different communities it's great um but really check out what thl is trying to do i think it's going to be good for all the groups all the enthusiasts and hopefully we can bring some of these new little punk ass smokers over into our larger community we have here and that would be part of the goal obviously including the gala go go to that because matt's going to be there and i'm not it's 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 sure to be a fireplace it's gonna be a lot of fun what's up big Vinny? just saw that he popped over from the discord uh make sure if you guys want to check out a pretty cool discord you uh type in uh exclamation point discord very cool place lots of cool people over there as well uh jeremy bird just said yeah i get to drink with matt again yes you do but i swear that i i i you will not you you will not Hurt me, Jeremy. You won't hurt me this time. <laughs> I'm just joking around. Um, so where let's see, breaking news. So the news segment that we want to talk about in this is the fact that Hookah John, one of the very big vendors in the United States and probably you know very large all over the world, considering he p- uh, produces products that go all over the world with the bowls that he produces, the charcoal that he produces, and stuff like that. But Hookah John is actually not going to be selling Azore tobacco anymore. Um, there's not been an official reason why. He just said that he's putting it on clearance, on sale, and then it's going to be gone with. You can still get it at many other different sites, obviously. But we thought that this would be a fun time to talk about Azor because of that. But that is the news of the day. Um, we got some different information from the from the different uh, groups. Uh, let me pull this up very quickly. My apologies for not being completely prepared. Um, let's see. Adrian, while I look this up very quickly, um, what are yeah, some of the Azor? Wants- Go ahead. What do you want me to say? I'm sorry. You've had something you wanted me to say. Oh, no. I want you to say whatever it is you want to say. Yeah. Um, really, there's no reason for us to speculate as to why John did this. I'm sure some of you already have your own um, ideas and thoughts about what it might have been. We're not going to get into that today. Yeah. But um, I thought that was interesting. And um, I honestly wonder why he's not carrying a Zerk. Because it's a product that I really enjoy. And I buy from Hookah John. So now I'm going to have to buy from multiple places. But John's a pretty smart guy. So I'm sure he's got his reasoning maybe it's just not selling that well for him very possible obviously he has a pretty wide variety of tobaccos and sometimes when you have a wide variety of tobaccos one is going to do better than another one and one is going to do worse than others so it could just be where it's time to drop whatever's not performing as well as he wants it to uh it could be a multitude of reasons so i asked the community over on thl what they thought about the brand of azor and these are some of the comments that i got from them frank uh one of the leaders over at thl said overall a good brand i think there is definitely flavor loss with some flavors where where it is a strong performer for the first hour and not for the second hour. So that was what he had to say about it. I don't disagree with that completely. Um, I don't usually smoke all the way into the second hour every single time I smoke. So one hour of really good is good for me. 
name a tobacco besides Tangiers that really does truck through two hours in a typical setup. I agree with you completely. I, Honestly, I have... like I just I think you get flavor loss even with dark leaves around the hour and fifteen hour and thirty minute mark. And um, this could just be my experience. Maybe I suck at packing bowls, but I pack a lot of bowls. And um, even like the best dark leaves, you know, after an hour and a half, you start to get flavor loss. Um, and that just comes from a place of you're vaporizing all of the molasses, glycerin, and or honey that's in the tobacco. And no amount of dark leaf tobacco is going to stop that from happening. So I agree. Um, Justin James Young said, I love their mango and unicorn. Their sweet summer sun is also very tasty and has led, but has led to an upset stomach feeling as of lately. Overall, I love the brand and I think it's right up there with trifecta, the perfect amount of juice and a perfect smoke. Now you said you're smoking sweet summer sum. Is this the first time you smoked it or have you tried other? No, never before. What do you think of it so far? No, I've smoked it before. Oh, oh, okay. This is my third bowl of it. Actually, this is my first time trying it in this scenario where I have the Mason Onyx using the foil method. Mm -hmm. And um, the Onyx bowl, I gave it shit for the longest time in owning one. I still give it shit when you use it with an HMD. I think its performance is not anything extraordinary when you compare it to something like um, how you would get your stone bowl to perform or your hookah john, um, what is it, the uh, Ferris? Ferris bowl or whatever rimmed bowl you're going to use. I don't think it outranks any of those bowls, but there's something magical that happens when you use foil on it. And I'm getting, this is probably the best session of Sweet Summer Sun I've gotten so far. Very so. nice. And then you also actually threw in some unicorn with that as well, correct? I did. I did. The sweeten it up and unicorn tastes like um, childhood to me, and it's pretty good. Like, it's just you mix it with stuff, and it's good. I don't like candied flavors, but like at a 25% ratio to sweeten it up just a little bit, it's pretty good. I will have to try unicorn. That sounds very, very good. Um, let's see. Define childhood. Somebody says, somebody wants you to define childhood. What, what would you define your childhood as tasting like? Um, depression, uh, poor school <laughs> grades. This doesn't sound very sweet. Ice cream trucks. Okay. Um, let me see here. Being a trash panda, you know, all that stuff, but also a lot of sweets and candy and ice cream. So very nice. Very nice. Derek Moses says about the brand, um, Azor. He says, I would say that it is my favorite brand on the market right now. Tons of flavors, new ones coming out all the time. Flavors available in both blonde and in dark leaf. Cut and performance is always pretty consistent. Can't find a single thing to knock on Azor. I tend to agree with Derek when he with, with what he just said. I think that all that stuff is very true. It's one of my favorite brands that is on the market today. Every time I have smoked Azor, I've enjoyed it a whole heck of a lot personally. So I don't yeah. know. That's I'm actually partial to their blonde line. We can get into that in a little bit, but um, I think their blonde line um, performs better if I'm being 100% honest. And I'm a dark leaf smoker, so that might be saying something. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's go ahead and jump over to Stefan. Stefan said very quickly, he said it's a good brand, but again, I remember people saying that they were having problems packing it right, so it might take some time to get the pack down packed. Uh, I think that's mm -hmm. possible and true, especially with the dark leaf more so than it has been with the blonde leaf. We will get into that a little bit further down as well. Uh, and then our final comment that we have is actually from our good friend Rob over at Dude Wears My Hookah. He says, I believe it is the best brand to come out since Trifecta. Everything tastes natural and is perfectly it is uh, perfectly consistent throughout the batches. While I don't smoke a lot of their blonde, it is easily approachable and dark rivals Tangiers in terms of sheer nicotine output and taste intensity. I also agree very heavily with that. Um Let's go somewhat. ahead. I somewhat agree. Okay. Because we're... there's some flavors that are not great, and we can get into that in a little bit. But there are some flavors that I would put in 
Like, there's some flavors I haven't smoked that I'm afraid to because of the scent. Mm, yeah, we definitely need to get into that as well. What do you guys think in the chat, though? What is your guys' opinions and thoughts about the uh, the the flavors from Azor? What have you tried from Azor? What do you like from Azor? And, uh, you know, what, what are all those different things? Drop them in the chat. We'll talk about that a little bit as well. And while we're waiting for you guys to put those things down, let's go ahead and talk about our topic, which is obviously just Azor in general. Those are the things that people said inside of THL. Obviously, hop over to that group if you guys are interested. Very cool place. Um, to hang out at and also check out the THL lifestyle brand as more news and stuff comes from that as well. Um, so let's talk about uh, Azor a little bit, Adrian. I want to ask you about some similar brands. What do you think if you were to compare Azor, Blonde Leaf, or Dark Leaf to anything else that's similar in some way? What, somebody said that Trifecta was a good way to bring up some similarities to it. Do you agree with that? Do you think Trifecta and Azor maybe share some similarities in some capacity? What do you think? I think Trifecta might be the only brand you can directly compare to Azor. Um, it doesn't have this motif note that Tangiers does. Because I've heard that comparison, and I've actually tried packing it like Tangiers, and I know that Rob from Dude Where's My Hookah disagrees with this, but I think it performs pretty okay when you pack it that way. But it, the, you don't get the same... Tangiers has a certain note, the Tangiers note, that leathery note, kind of that tobacco <laughs> flavor, mm -hmm. that doesn't really pop up in trif uh, Azur so much. But Trifecta, um, it kind of hangs in there in that same space when you start to think about like flavor potency and selection of flavors and consistency across the dark and blonde lines. I agree with that. I think that when it comes to where you want to compare things at, I think Trifecta is a really good place for that. I think it would be easy to say that if you like Trifecta, you're probably going to like Azor. I think that those are pretty, they're similar enough that you can say like, if you like this, you should also try this basically. And it goes both ways. If you like Azor and you haven't tried Trifecta for whatever reason, you should try Trifecta because I think you're going to like it if you like this. When it comes to the comparison of the Dark Leaf compared to Tangiers, I think it's interesting because I don't get buzzes like I used to off Tangiers, but I will get a buzz ever so often from smoking Azor Dark Leaf. You're, you're smoking purely the Dark Leaf stuff as of right now. Have you noticed mm -hmm. any sort of buzz coming from Azor? Yes. A, a uh, powerful one, an intense one, different yes. than a Tangiers? good, intense, powerful buzz for me. Okay. Um, a lot different from Tangiers. Tangiers, I get a spike in the beginning, then I have to take a shit, and then it kind of dies down. Um, <laughs> but with Azur, uh, I don't know. I get kind of a floaty head buzz for most of the time that I'm smoking it. And I don't know if that's, like, nicotine, because I feel like I have a pretty good tolerance to that, or if, like, they're putting something else in this tobacco. <laughs> but I do notice a head buzz, and I'm not sure what the reason for that is. And it's only the dark line. I don't really pick it up from the uh, blonde line. And I think that's going to vary from person to person. I, I find that some people don't ever buzz from Tangiers. I know people that, like, from the time they started smoking Tangiers, they just don't buzz. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's uh, kind of a subjective experience. I think so, too. Everyone's going to handle nicotine differently than everybody else, obviously. Uh, Jeremy Bird said, Tangiers, Nor, and Burkuk are not darks, though. Yeah, that's something that we will talk more about another time. Uh, they're they're a dark leaf replacement. They are completely different than what, what they've always been kind of explained to, for or not explained to, but people have always accepted knowledge. They are unwashed they are tobacco. They are dark leaves in that the leaves are dark. Once the product is done. Once the product, yeah, there you go. Once the product yeah, is once done. Once it's done, it's a dark leaf. Um, <laughs> that's what we'll say about that. Uh, something interesting that I didn't realize until I got my recent batch of uh, of, of the Azor Blonde Leaf, actually, is it's made with honey. Did you did you know that? Mm -hmm. It's actually made with yep. both honey and glycerin, both of them at the same time, which I thought was really interesting. Well, I didn't yeah. realize There's always that. glycerin. There's yeah. almost never a uh, shish tobacco with no glycerin. Mm -hmm. So the binding agent is typically honey or molasses. Mm -hmm. 
And um, yeah, I think there's I mean. a Sorry. lot more companies using honey than we think. Um, molasses is starting to become more and more rare as a binding agent in tobaccos because it has a flavor because it's fucking molasses and molasses tastes like something. Mm-hmm. So. Which may so be where honey. you get that a uh, little bit of taste from Tangiers from time to time if you think about it. Which is uh, a good thing if you like it. Yeah. Uh, Jenica Patterson just said that her favorite flavor is Carolina peach. I know for a long time you were a big fan of the Carolina peach flavor. Still am. Still am? Solid, solid, uh, solid as their flavor. Both lines. I prefer it in blonde. The blonde line's quite bright. Um, and all of the bright flavors from Azure, I prefer to smoke it in a more user-friendly kind of a party line. Something my friends can smoke without gagging. Because, like, even Azure, this is a smooth session for me. And, like, most of the people I smoke with would hit this and go... Dope. Can you pack me a bowl of alpha comma? <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and get into the different types of tobacco. There's the blonde leaf and the dark leaf, obviously. You know, for the longest time, I agreed with what you said earlier about how you like the blonde leaf more. But as I've been smoking more and more of the dark leaf personally, I've actually really been enjoying the dark leaf overall. And I think that's because some of the flavors, though the majority of them are both available in the blonde leaf and the dark leaf, there is a couple that are only for each individual one. Ultraviolet is one of those. Ultraviolet is only available in the Dark Leaf, and that's become one of my absolute favorite flavors. I've really, really been enjoying it a ton. And it's only available in the Dark Leaf, huh? It is, yes. That Ultraviolet. seems like a rare thing for Azure because they mirror the lines for the most part, They right? Yes, they do. This is, It's one of the very few ones that they've done that with. Um, and so I really like that for that simple fact. Like, if I had to pick only one or the other, I would pick the Dark because I like that Ultraviolet flavor so very much. Uh, over the year, or over the time that I've been able to try both of them, I have very much enjoyed the Blonde Leaf because it is much more easily approachable. Though I do think once you get your pack down on the Dark Leaf, it does a very good job. So what are the things about the dark leaf and the blonde leaf that you prefer or don't prefer? Like, what are your pros and cons to each one? The dark leaf's head buzz is killer Okay. Um, for me. I really enjoy that. Also, there is a flavor to dark leaf tobacco, right? Um, it's kind of a nondescript dark flavor. I know that sounds super vague and um, kind of, what's the best word? Mystifying. It's not the word I'm looking for, but that's the one I'm going to use. I like it. I um, like mystifying. It's yeah, it's just kind of nondescript, but you do get a flavor, and it's one that I think a lot of dark leaf smokers really enjoy. But with the blonde line, I find the flavors to be more pure, um, and just like okay, lemon muffin, my actual favorite flavor from Azure. Really? Um, okay. The yeah, blonde lemon muffin is just incredible for me. I absolutely love that flavor. It's one of the best. It's actually like in my top three flavors of tobacco right now. Oh wow! And that's saying something because that's competing with like K Peach, which is another one of my top three flavors of tobacco. Do you even um, get to count K Peach anymore as a top favorite flavor? Isn't it just like always there at the top forever? So like it's not even a part of that conversation yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's almost like um, usually I think if you're you're not a reviewer or like you've been smoking for so long, you eventually end up like Eric from Tangiers, um, and you like smoke just what you know that you like all the time. Um, and K Papa or K Peach, um, that's one of those flavors that just if there's any point where I'm like I don't really want to experiment, I just want to have a good session. Period. That's going to be awesome. It's just K-Peach. Just pack K-Peach. Maybe mix with some cane. Maybe some foreplay if you want to sweeten it. We just got a question from the chat right now. The Hookologist says, what's a good flavor to grab? I've been wanting to try some Azure. I, I think this is a good time to talk about like at least three, maybe four of our favorite flavors from Azure that we can really Let's like. Let's do five okay. because we got a question way earlier okay. literally asking five Azure flavors I should buy. So All right. Kill two birds with one stone. I think that's perfect. Do you want to go back and forth until we hit five or do you mm-hmm. want to give five and I give five? What do you think? Let's go back and forth because um, okay. that, that would be 10 and that's too many. Okay. Um, I'll start and surprise, surprise, 
lemon muffin and blonde. I think everyone should try it. I do not know how Azura does what they do when they have the muffin flavors. It tastes after you've exhaled it like you've just bitten into a muffin, swallowed it, and you have that coating in your mouth. It is incredible. And lemon muffins, like lemon poppy seed muffins, are like the best thing in the world. Um, that's how you end up looking like me. Uh, and I like smoking it too. So, Which is crazy because with you saying that, it really does. The muffin flavors legitimately taste like you bit into a muffin flavor, which is absolutely super chemically. It is absolute, completely a chemically flavor. But it's like the best kind of chemically flavor because it doesn't taste chemically. It tastes completely natural. But the only way they get that natural taste is by being completely chemical, which is just bizarre in so many ways if you really think about it if you break it down a little bit uh mm-hmm. the the flavor that i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and shout out is gonna be the ultraviolet flavor in the dark line from azor it is a floral flavor that's mixed in with a lot of fruit sweet notes you can get a little bit of citrus in there a little bit of grape in there but then you're also getting a really really nice floral flavor like a rose or a lavender i think they mix super super well together if you're somebody who likes those kind of different kind of mixes where you get a little bit of the sweet you get a little bit of the spice and all that kind of stuff i think it's really good for that reason so uh so far we have lemon muffin in the blonde we have ultraviolet in the uh in the dark line what's your next one adrian carolina peach blonde okay it's just the nicest peach flavor i did a review on alfacher peach and i referenced carolina peach as being a more natural peach um our good buddy tristan fan of the show a friend of the show mm-hmm. um hits in there and goes um azure carolina peach is 100 percent peach rings i'm here to tell you if you watch this i don't see you here but if you're watching this in the rebroadcast you are wrong you are incorrect <laughs> the peach it's like a 50 50 mix i can see where people think peach rings because when you're smoking a tobacco for it to taste fully natural um i think most people enjoy smoking sweet flavors and you'd be surprised at how not sweet a natural fruit would taste as a tobacco flavor mm-hmm. the same goes for peaches um so they definitely have some of that peach ring flavor but if you're looking for like something in the in-between where you can get some really nice juicy peach notes I would go for Carolina peach. Um, it's not the most, I, there are definitely more natural peaches across different brands, but when it comes to Azure, it's something I like to keep around. I like it in the blonde line and the dark line. It's fine. Um, but like I said, I veer towards the, like if I, I'm a dark leaf smoker, but when I pick up blonde, it typically comes in the form of alpha comma or Azure. Mm-hmm. This is actually kind of a tough one for me to answer number four because there's like three or four other flavors that I really want to shout out. But if I have to pick one out of all of these, knowing that I'm not going to be able to say anything for the last one and I have to be completely dependent on whatever you're going to say, I'm going to say something that I don't think you're going to say, first off. And then second off, one that I still love to this day and constantly keep on my shelf at all times. And that flavor is a blonde flavor because I haven't tried it in the dark leaf, though I would be interested to try it in the dark leaf. But the blonde flavor of my choice is going to be winter rose recently i heard wonderful things about winter lemon and i'm sure it's absolutely fantastic i heard good things about winter berries but i have to go with winter rose because it is a delicious minty floral flavor and here's the weird thing about me okay i don't super love floral flavors even though there's like three of them that i i absolutely adore with all my heart things like static starlight ultraviolet and this winter rose even though I love these three flavors, like I've never been the biggest fan of floral flavors. But when it comes to winter rose, it's also super easy to mix in with whatever else you may be smoking. You can add a little bit of floral, you can add a little bit of mintiness to it, and you get all that other awesome flavors as well in there. So like winter rose to me, especially in the blonde, because it is so easily approachable, I think is a flavor that everybody should try. So, so far, uh, the flavors that we have, the very first one was lemon muffin in the, in the blonde line. 
Ultraviolet in the dark line. Then we had your next pick, which was the uh, blonde line Carolina Peach. Then we had my blonde line, which was the Winter Rose. And now we're going to end it off with our fifth overall pick. If Bracken or Captain Wetbeard could list these out as as after we get that fifth one, we'd really appreciate that, guys, being our awesome producers as you are. What is your fifth flavor, Adrian, that you want to suggest? I'm going to cheat. Oh. And I knew I was going to cheat. That's why I insisted on going first, because I get one, three, and five, where you only get two and four. <laughs> um, Azur cigar is probably one of the most interesting flavors i've ever tried period okay and if you ignore the price point or the sizing of the packaging like you only get 50 grams it's actually an incredible smoke if you've never tried it it's not something you want to smoke every day but it's kind of an experience and it mixes very well so um it's hard to explain but i get like a vanilla mocha flavor out of it with obvious natural tobacco notes um, they don't list a flavor on it. They just call it Ezer Cigar. But cigars are compu- tobacco that's intended to be combusted. And uh, we're not combusting shishi tobacco. So don't expect it to taste like a cigar. Mm-hmm. Which it's definitely, I think that's a good cheat, actually. I want to hear what your next one or your final one is going to be now because of that. Because I think cigar kind of fits its own category. So it doesn't have yeah. to be on the top five. It should be on its own list purely on its own. Like, Yes, you should sure, try these. Does. You should try these five Azor flavors we're suggesting, but you should definitely try Azor cigar as well because I think it is pretty damn fantastic. So, yes, what is the actual number five for the Azor line, though? This is one that I wouldn't pick up again, but I think I have to list it because I find myself smoking it and mixing it, and it's Azor Unicorn. I'm not exactly sure what is in Azor Unicorn. It tastes very sweet. It tastes almost like a. Um, it has this like sweet tart effect. You know when you eat, chew up a sweet tart and you eat it, or like a Smarty? Yeah. It leaves that powder coating. You kind of get that kind of uh, feeling when you're inhaling it. Mm-hmm. And it's quite good. And I don't like candy flavors, which is why I can feel like I can say that pretty safely. If I like a candy flavor, it's probably either a really good or a really bad candy flavor. That's interesting. Um, I, I think unicorn is the former. Uh, yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel about uh, double apple flavors. Like, I'm not a big fan of double apple flavors, so I feel like if I like a double apple flavor, that means a pretty good thing, usually. Or maybe I'm just completely... Mention. Huh? I mean, honorable mention. Um, Dubai apple? Dubai apple? Yes. That's a, yeah, incredible flavor. Incredible flavor. Very good, especially I if you are I would recommend that one in the dark line, though. Uh, I've only ever had it. I have some in the dark line that I haven't busted open because I'm waiting to mix it with some mints. But uh, I loved it in the blonde line and thought it was absolutely fantastic. So um, I completely agree. Dubai Apple is definitely an honorable mention. Man, we could go all all day with honorable mentions, though, because this line is so stacked. It really is just so stacked with so much stuff, obviously. Um, All right, perfect. Well, if you guys have anything else you want to say, make sure you drop a couple question marks in front of it so that we can answer those for you. Let's see. Cavstar69 says, I wish I could try these flavors, but it is so expensive in Australia. Yeah, that that we're pretty lucky here in America. We complain about prices every once in a while, but it is definitely a lot cheaper here in the USA for tobacco prices in comparison to some of those places overseas. I hope that you are able to get some of these flavors at a reasonable cost for you guys because I think that they are pretty fantastic to be able to try, honestly. Uh, Brandon Opperman says, supposedly, you tell me what you think about this, unicorn is spearmint and melon. That is the, the description on hookah dash shisha. There's definitely some mint in there. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's melon, it's hardly natural. Um but yeah, I could definitely see that. When I say it's a nondescript sugary sweet flavor, 
I mean it. I don't really pull any, like, I can't smoke this and go, oh, this is a spearmint. I can smoke it and go, ooh, this has some cooling notes. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I don't, like, I'm not going to say that's not the case. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not going to say that, like, when I smoke it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a spearmint with melon. Uh, Jeremy Burgess said, where does Royal Mango sit for you? Honestly, Royal Mango is one of the better mangoes that I've ever tried. I think it's very, very good. I, I like it more than Mango Lassie from Darkside, and I thought Darkside Mango Lassie was a very good flavor as well. But I do think Royal Mango is great for both mixing and smoking on its own. Once again, we could get into so many honorable mentions when it comes to this. If you guys would like some more suggestions or thoughts about Azor, you can message me directly, you can message Adrian directly, you can message the AM Hookah page directly, and I'm sure we can give you plenty of other ideas but i think the bottom line is you're probably pretty safe to go with any azor flavor be it in the dark line or the blonde line what do you think i can smell melon in here now that i'm looking for it yeah i can see some melon it's the spearmint i can definitely pick up on the spearmint too um but i think there's something about the mix of the two is where i'm getting them <laughs> oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for like- you ever smell a tobacco? Yeah, and it goes straight to the back of your neck. And it goes to the back of your throat. And you're like, what the fuck? That's what just happened to me there. Um, yeah, I can definitely see it, um, but I'm not going to retract that. It's very candied and sweet and sugary and reminds me of my childhood. That's awesome. Uh, so we just got a question from Raul. It says, so how does Adrian pa- like packing the dark? I love Lady Liberty, but it is so finicky that I haven't packed it in a while. Lady Liberty was one of the very first flavors from Azor Darkline that I absolutely adored and loved, but had so many small issues with until I finally got the pack down. I think it is so fantastic. I would mix it a lot more than I would smoke it alone just because I knew that I could mix it and pack it better than if I was trying to do it all by itself. But let's go over your packing style for the Azor Darkline because you said that you have two different styles that you've really been enjoying. So what are your packing methods for Azor Dark? You can pack it like Tangiers. Um, a lot of people say that you shouldn't do that. Um, I know Rob was cited as saying he pities the fool that packs it like uh, Tangiers. And um, I can see where people wouldn't like it. Um, it's definitely a bit stronger. Um, I think it's a stronger buzz for me, but it's lighter on the throat hit is one thing that I've noticed about packing it like that. Um, and then I'm not going to go over how you would pack Tangiers because I think most of us know how to pack Tangiers. And if you don't, that's an episode for another day. Um, but the other way I would pack it is what they would call, people typically call this a semi-dense, and to reiterate what that means, I like to pack it um, almost fluff style, uh, just let it fall into the bowl and let it go to about a millimeter, two millimeters above the rim. And then I will use a foil poker or a toothpick to readjust so it's all even. And then I will use my fingers to tamp it down to just below the rim. I want it uh, about a millimeter below the rim and then foil it so, so there's no foil contact. Because when you direct heat this stuff, it doesn't behave very well. Yes, there are definitely some interesting critiques with it for sure. I, I've never tried packing directly, uh, fluff packing it or just sprinkling it in there and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It, me when I tried that. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever want to go that far, but I do do a normal pack with the dark line every once in a while, and I don't mind that. I say that I would normally pack it semi dense more often than I do even dark, though I do go a little bit of an underpack. I like to leave a little bit of space, let that heat really kind of hit it indirectly. It to breathe. I agree. I agree completely. It's got a lot of fumes. It really needs to breathe. It needs good airflow. Otherwise, you're going to get like this really syrupy, bad feeling at the back of your throat with the dark line. This isn't necessarily the case for the blonde line. 
they do react very differently. So that's the interesting thing. If you find a flavor that you like in either one of the lines, it's something that I think is almost worth trying in the other line if you know that you like it in the in the one particular one that you have tried it. Uh, Maggie just asked, how do you guys go about packing the cigar line? I would like to hear your thoughts on this. I feel like I've said it maybe once or twice, but I don't know how you pack the cigar line, Adrian. So how do you pack it yourself? The tobacco and the cigar line doesn't really matter. It's wet. It's very, very wet. Very wet. Um, you could dense pack it, but you'd be packing the entire um, container into one bowl if you did it that way. Um, my recommendation is to actually just go with a normal pack. I'm kind of let gravity do most of the work, rearrange it, make sure there's no gaps, mm -hmm. but you don't really want to fluff it. Like if you're going to pack Fumari, you're fine with seeing some parts at the bottom of your bowl like that. It will smoke very well. Um, that's not the case for Ezer. I find I get hot spots when I do it that way. But yeah, as their cigar line, I would go for like just a typical normal pack, not unlike what you would do with El Flocker. That's interesting. The one thing that I've noticed about the cigar line, and I think this is really interesting, is that the tobacco itself is actually a very heavy tobacco. So what I find mm. myself doing is kind of packing it with just a simple sprinkle pack and letting the density of the tobacco itself build upon itself. So I'll do like two yeah. sprinkles, which basically... You can't really sprinkle it because it doesn't break up. Yeah, yeah. It because of all that the molasses that's in there and then the density of the tobacco itself pushes itself down so you're creating a normal pack without any pressure that you're giving it yourself just by putting it into the bowl because the weight of the actual tobacco itself is so heavy and it just lays down on its own like it i don't know it's kind of interesting packing the cigar line because it does behave differently than i think what i personally am used to packing with some of this stuff um it has a very interesting consistency to it. It's very wet, not just sticky. It's just such a weird kind of interesting. It reminds me sort of of Starbuzz Vintage, but it's a different kind of wetness in comparison to it. Um, yeah, if you haven't tried the cigar from Azor, it's very, very good. It does have a very dark chocolatey, not so much chocolatey. I like to call it a cocoa note to it because I don't really get like dark chocolate. I get like cocoa taste to it. It's very good though. If you're ever interested in trying something like that with a dark chocolate or a cocoa taste to it, the Azor cigar, I think, does a very, very good job in that respect. All right, uh, so let's go over a couple other things that I had written down. Oh, what is some, something you might like to see Azor try to tackle in the future? I thought this would be an interesting oh. question because they do have so many flavors and a wide variety of stuff. Is there anything that you would personally like to see Azor try to tackle? Huh? Taro. <laughs> you want everybody to tackle Taro. That doesn't count anymore. Yeah. Two brands that I think could do Taro very well, though, and that would be Trifecta and Azur. I feel like the flavor potency in both those tobaccos would really lend itself to being a good taro flavor. And um, I fucking love tricks. Yeah, I was going to say, please describe taro flavor for anybody who it's may not be aware. Um, if you like boba tea or bubble tea, if you're a degenerate, um, you can get like taro boba tea and it's incredible. Um, I would highly recommend it. Um, but other than that, tricks is really the uh, cereal that uses that flavor. I think Tangiers does something similar, but it doesn't quite hit the mark for me. With that um, one it, breakfast cereal? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, but if I'm not allowed to use taro, and I had to say I really want them to come out with some other type of flavor, I think it would be really cool if they did their own take on, like, hipster mint. Okay. Like a natural mint leaf kind of a flavor, very earthy. Mm -hmm. I think that could be really cool. I would say make that one exclusive to the Darkland. Ooh, that would be interesting. Um, 
Hipster Mint is a very good mint. I definitely like it a lot. Bermuda Mint from uh, the Azore line is a very, very good mint. It's a very potent, powerful mint. It is not like Hipster Mint because it is a much sweeter mint in comparison yeah. to what Hipster Mint is actually going for. Uh, so I think something like that would be kind of interesting to see. My uh, my flavor that I'd like to see Azor make is kind of a cop-out because I haven't tried it yet. So I know it already exists, but I definitely want to try it, which is the uh, li lychee flavor from Azor. I know that a lot of people like it a lot. I know that it's a very popular flavor. Uh, the flavor that I would actually like to see them tackle, though, and I want to try, and I don't know if they have one, so somebody let me know if they do or don't, but I don't think they have a straight guava flavor from Azor. I seen one yeah guava is such a alfacar guava is actually an incredible flavor if you've never tried it yeah very good um, it's like i don't eat guavas so i didn't know what to expect when i tried alfacar guava and i was like whoa this is different this is a flavor profile that i can't really compare to anything else i don't have any frame of reference for what guava is and then i tried alfacama's guava and that's just like the top tier guava for me <laughs> yes um, so, yes like, yeah, they would probably nail a guava right in the fucking head. I'd like to see them do it. I think it could be very good just going off the other flavor profiles that they have. I'd, I'd even like to see them do some other dessert-type flavors. Horchata, not dessert, but it's also super, you know, creamy and has a really yeah, nice... I'm a big fan of their horchata, and I just realized I'm not a huge fan of Tangier's horchata. Really? Any yeah, particular yeah, reason why? I, I send that to you, because I have a 250 that I'm going to review and not smoke after that. It's <laughs> probably literally uh 190 grams left when i finished reviewing it any particular reason why you don't like the horchata flavors it's horchata itself mm -hmm. i just know that it lends itself to a good smoking experience hmm that's interesting um, it's subjective it's uh, i can see why people would like it i don't if i want because it's like this mix between sweet and i don't want to say earthy but definitely um do you know what i'm saying like dark yeah kind of flavor um, and when I'm smoking something that's like dark, I like it to be like a real, like a floral or, um, like a mint in tobacco flavor, like a sort of really natural flavor. I, and horchata is like, it hits that like candied sweet note at the same time as it hits that dark note. And for me, that just doesn't mix very well. I wonder if it has to do with the cinnamon in some way. Is there any other cinnamon flavor? Oh, uh, that you've ever had that you've enjoyed in some way. Like I'm not a big fan of smoking cinnamon flavors. The only ones that I've tried and I've like really enjoyed are the things like the horchatas. Zomo, um, fresh Providence, yeah, fresh Providence? yes, that's pretty good. I like um, that. But one. so menthol, like this got so much menthol that that might be carrying it for me. Yeah. Um, it also has this weird way where it actually does come across as an oatmeal flavor. I don't know how it manages that. Uh, we had somebody in the chat earlier ask if Azor has any honey in it, and the blonde leaf definitely has some honey in it. I don't think the dark leaf has honey. I didn't check I that. Doubt it. I can find out right now though. Um, just, yeah, check the back real quick and see what it says. I don't think it does. Yeah, ingredients. Finest blend of dark tobacco, molasses, vegetable glycerin, and flavoring. No honey. It's all molasses. And I think molasses is the go-to binding agent for dark leaf tobaccos. Interesting. Captain Wetbeard just said that Indian cure from Trifecta is good, which I completely agree with. He says, almost like a twisted horchata flavor. I don't get that, actually. Though I do want to take the remainder of my Indian cure and mix it with some horchata, because I think that sounds like a pretty good mix, actually. But, Indian uh, cure is quite good. Um, Indian cure is very it, good. I see where it's in the same zone as horchata. Like that same genre of tobacco flavoring. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why, like... Indian cure, and I don't like horchata flavors. I don't know where the uh, disconnect is there. No cinnamon, maybe. That might be it. 
That could be it very well. Uh, if you guys have any other questions that you'd like to ask us, please drop a question mark in front of it, drop it in there, and we will be able to answer them. Uh, we're getting some pretty good stuff going over to Bracken and Captain Whitbeard monitoring the chat. We appreciate their help, obviously, so very much. Uh, Gravity Pack heard it, uh, he, uh, heard it here on the AM Hookah Podcast. So last week when I did the Technical Difficulties episode, the packing method that I used was actually, I referred to it as the gravity pack because our good friend, Dr. Noobsauce Chris, said that he was bringing back the gravity pack, and I thought that that was great. Funny. <laughs> yeah, so that is what I used was the gravity pack. Exactly. Everybody start using the gravity pack. 2019, we're bringing it back, the gravity pack. Exactly. Um, well, Mari pisses me off. Why so? Because I know we're winding down towards the end of the topic, and um, I wanted to get to this before we actually did that. Ezra's packaging is aesthetically pleasing and it is not functional in any way whatsoever. Um, don't like if you don't want to make a huge mess, especially with the dark line, I would recommend investing in some IKEA um, pepperwares. I just wanted to say that really quick because when I first got my Azure, I was like, I was almost pissed because there's no good way to get all of the tobacco out of the packaging without making a mess. No, there's not. I agree. And Fumari does the same thing. And I was like, wow, I'm glad no other brands are doing this besides Fumari. And it turns out that there are. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the way that they package and present their tobacco as well. It just does not make it... um it does not make it very inviting and easy to use. E immediately when I get my Azor, I usually always put it into some sort of Tupperware just because it's a lot easier to use. And then you have to do the claw thing where you stick your hand inside of it and really try to dig it all out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a butter knife, you degenerate. Don't put oh. your hand in there. No, I just use my hand. I don't even I don't even wash before I do it. I just go straight in there as fast as I can. Uh, so Bilu just said, Hey, why are we not talking about sweet summer sun? And that is exactly what Adrian is smoking at the moment. Actually, that's what you are enjoying. I am. I have not looked into what flavor it's supposed to be. I'm getting a grape. Um, and it's like, it's not a natural grape. It's like a Concord grape juice type of a flavor. Um, so it's very far from what Alfacker delivers on their grape. Check that video out. It drops after this podcast is over, um, over on pipe dream hookah. But yeah, I could see Sweet Summer Sun, like it's an honorable mention, but Matt definitely nailed that almost every Azure flavor is an honorable mention. So yeah, it, it really is at this point. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I don't know if I have a whole lot else to say about the Azure branding. If you guys have something you guys want to talk about in the chat, we'd appreciate that, obviously. I think we're going to try and take some phone calls, but I don't have my number immediately available to me on the screen. So give me just a second, Adrian, if you could vamp for just a minute so I can get that information on the screen for us. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm riffing right now. What that means is I'm trying to fill time for Matt to get this information that he should have had ahead of time. And that's exactly what we pay him to do here on the English podcast, because there's definitely a payroll here. <laughs> Our massive operation we have going. Where's it at? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but while Matt's getting the number up, I guess if you're going to call, um, if you have a question for us, ask us a question. We'd be happy to answer it. Um, but if you don't have a question, we will ask you, what is your favorite Azure um, tobacco flavor and what line is it from? And if you're not a fan of Azure, and you found out that you're not a fan of Azure by trying it, you can tell us what your least favorite flavor and what line it comes from is when Matt gets the number up. How and close is Matt? 
and the number up? The number is up right now, actually. You can hit us over on the phone number. You can dial 319-527-3235. We will take a couple of phone calls. Like like Adrian said, we're question that we're going to be asking you is going to be uh, what your favorite Azor flavor is and what, from brand, and what brand it is a part of. And uh, also, if you have a least favorite one as well, feel free to give us a call. That phone number is 319-527-3235. We can talk a little bit about it. Don't forget to drop a like on the Captain Wetbeard like goal. As always, make sure you do that. It's a fun time. And don't forget to uh, subscribe to the channel. Hit that bell icon so you know the moment that we go live. Uh, so you don't ever miss anything that we ever do, uh, be it the podcast, the gamecast, or the technical difficulties. Um, obviously, we have both those shows coming up later on this week. We have me with the Gamecast going to be taking on Duck Game with any challengers that wants to approach me. I would love you to do that. Access code oh, four, hold six, on. Why is, there, why is it talking? Why is it talking three. to me? No, stop talking. I don't know why that doesn't make any sense. Uh, that's weird. I hope there's not something wrong with our phone call. Huh. We'll have to find out. Somebody try to call just to see if it works. Um, and then we have technical difficulties going on on Friday. Adrian uh, is going to be talking about different ways to use a a, a uh, Egyptian bowl. What is your biggest reason for wanting to talk more about Egyptian bowls? Because no one talks about Egyptian bowls, and I think that's a mistake. I think there's a reason that Moose from our trifecta tests his flavors in an Egyptian bowl. He packs in a very specific way when he does that, and he is no, he is not new to uh, making sure that tobacco flavors taste correct because we've been talking about trifecta as kind of the um, sister brand to Azure when it comes to flavor potency and quality. Um, and I'm going to be going over why you might want to use an Egyptian bowl in certain situations, why it might be good to have one on hand at all times. And um, also, it's kind of going to be left up after the live show as a way for people to consume content that are just getting into hookah that maybe aren't ready to buy their first funnel bowl because maybe the first hookah they bought costs less than a funnel bowl. <laughs> and that would be very unattractive to someone who does not know yet why you would want a funnel bowl. So that's a good way to phrase it. Uh, we do have a call right now. The area code is four zero eight. Who is this four zero eight? And let's make sure Adrian can hear you. It's your friendly neighborhood hookologist tuning in per usual. Tommy, what up? The ceiling in my apartment. <laughs> the ceiling. Wow. Thank Sick. you. <laughs> Me um, too. So, Tommy, you said you haven't tried any Azor flavors. Is that true? Uh, only the stuff that Adrian gave me. And the cigar which... was great. Okay, okay. Is there anything from the Azor line that you're hoping to try one day, either from the dark line or the blonde line? Did any of the flavors that we mentioned today entice you in some way? You know, pretty much all of them. I just And I heard that Hookah John's having a clearance sale, and I was super excited in the car dropping off my sister to work, so I'm about to go to get my computer. Very nice. So, yeah, there's some very good yeah. stuff there. Um, the Hookologist also has a YouTube channel, and he does some live streams on there as well. Are you going to be doing any live streams tonight? Uh, actually, no, because apparently we're not allowed to smoke in my apartment building, and my roommate failed to mention that when I moved in, even though it was the first thing I asked. <laughs> that sucks. Now you're going to have to find a new place to smoke. I know. It's going to be in my car using my little H2O Go from now on. Hmm. Oh, man, that's going to be it's fun for be you. Bad. That's no good. Fuck no. I've been doing that two days in a row. I feel everyone thinks I'm smoking weed just hotboxing in my car. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling. We appreciate it. We'll have to talk to you sooner than later and see what's going on with you, okay? Fantastic. All right, bye. See you guys later. Take it easy, buddy. Thanks bye. for calling. All right. 
Um, so let's go ahead and talk about our merchandise just a little bit, if you don't mind, Adrian. Obviously, we are our yeah. own sponsors, and we want you guys to know that we have merchandise that is available. You can head on over to the link that is about to be in the description you down below. You access code. What the heck? Stop giving me that weird message. I don't know what that is. I'm going to have to look into that. Sorry. Uh, what, what, what would you like to say about the merchandise? It's good. We worked hard on it. I think it looks pretty sweet. Um, you should definitely go check it out. Uh, I need to get a hold of Paul, who won one of our hoodies, so I can whore out his image with that hoodie on all over our Instagram. It'll look beautiful with Eddie wearing that hoodie. Um, but no, I, I like our merch. I think if you like the show and you want to support us, that's one of the best ways to do it. Also, if you pick up some merch, send us a picture because we want you on our Instagram. Yes, absolutely, for sure. Uh, a couple other ways that you can support the show is if you listen to this after the fact on the audio podcast, whatever platform that you use, go ahead and subscribe to us. That actually helps a lot. Um, it's one of the few ways that we're able to monetize and we're able to uh, get some money for the show and stuff like that, try to push it to get some cool giveaways and different things going on with it, obviously. So if you guys are listening to the audio podcast, make sure you are subscribing to it and uh, all that fun stuff. Check out the merchandise if there's anything that speaks to you. If there's something that you'd like to see us make into merchandise, uh, reach out to Adrian and let him know because Adrian is the man with the ability to make anything just look awesome on a t-shirt, in my opinion. I think that there's some cool stuff over there. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> um, do we have any callers? If not, um, we could potentially talk for a few minutes about the upcoming shows and some new ideas we're going to be trying for the podcast. We do have one caller right now, area code 909. Who is this 909? This is your uh, local Resin Kings handle-making person, Cameron Zaman. What is up, Cameron? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm at work. I'm on my lunch. Just watching your guys' show. This is what I do every Monday. Watch your guys' show at my lunchtime. Oh, hell yeah. You got to do something while I'm eating, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, for sure. So, so about the question when it comes to Azor, yes, I'd like to hear what your favorite Azor or least favorite Azor flavors are or what you think about the brand overall. Well, my favorite flavor, I'm pretty sure you guys know, Dubai Apple, probably the best double apple flavor out there. I'll say that hands down. Yes. Easily. <clears throat> um, the brand itself, a uh, really good brand. Um, I live, thankfully, maybe like about 45 minutes from them. So it's really good to be able to go down there and actually talk to the guys. I've had some interactions with um, Raphael, Tony, um, Adrian, some of the flavoring guys out there and the managers. Uh, great, great brand. The really great guys behind the brand, they are actually one of the most inviting people that I've ever met. Um, if you ever want to reach out to them, I think they'll be more than happy to talk to you guys. They're really cool guys. I really like their brand. It's really good. Trifecta is still king to me, but overall, they're really probably the second best brand out there on the market, in my opinion. I would, I would definitely have to agree. I think that they, they make a very good stuff. I think they are second to Trifecta. I think that's actually a really good way to put it in a lot of ways. Has there been any flavors from Azor that you have not liked or not enjoyed in some way? Any of their mint flavors. Uh, well, you don't like mint at all. That doesn't any. count. That doesn't. That doesn't <laughs> count. You can't. It's like Adrian saying he wants everyone to make Toro. We get it. He wants everyone to make Toro. You. You don't like mint. We get any anything non mint related that you've not enjoyed. Um. Okay. One flavor. So actually, I do not like unicorn. I, and it's not because of the spearmint. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm just. I just don't like the. I don't like melon flavors. All melon flavors remind me of Safari Melon Dew. 
and um, okay, yeah. they're just bad memories with that flavor. So I just I just don't enjoy them at all. Very interesting because I've always fair. heard I've always heard very good things about unicorn. So it's nice to hear the other side of the equation every once in a while. So you know that it's not all uh, you know pixie dust and fairy piss and stuff like that. Um, oh, very dusty. <laughs> Cameron, thank you so much for calling. We we definitely appreciate it a ton. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye. Take it easy, boss. Bye. All right. So we got another caller on the line right away. It is area code four four three. Area code four four three. Who is this? It's your boy J Rock. What's going on, fam? <laughs> what is up, J Rock? How you doing, man? Man, I'm fine as wine. How y'all guys doing? Chilling, chilling, doing good. Uh, have you had That's any? Stuff. Have you had any experience with the Azor uh, flavor line, uh, J Rock? No, but I've been dying to try it. But the funny thing about it is, when we were at the expo, I got a sample pack of it, and I got very lame very mania that I haven't even opened yet that I forgot I had. That's oh. the crazy thing. And the whole time I've been really smoking Fomari because I done fell in love with their Boca China and their um, mint, what's that, uh, mint, mint chocolate chill. So I've been doing that and go ahead and laugh. I've been smoking my Fantasia peppermint uh, <laughs> cream. We love you for it. We love you for it. <laughs> But, yeah, that's, like, the next brand I'm going to go to because, like I said, I haven't smoked Fumari in a while, so I hopped on them for a while. But now I'm kind of done smoking Fumari, so I want to go to Azor. But I don't know. I'll try the samples that I have, but mm -hmm. I think the one flavor that's been really catching my eye that I really want to try is the Winter Rose. It's good stuff, man. And I, honestly, I don't know how Adrian feels about this. I think as a Fumari fan, I think it's going to be a really good transition to go yeah. over to Azor from Fumari, honestly. Yeah, because you're already used oh, to that bad packaging, so that's not going to be a downside. <laughs> and um, hey, if you want to pick up Azor, I'm sure you heard already, but um, Hookah John's got a clearance sale going on, so that's why I would look first. I didn't even know that. I've, man, I've been... I've been going through some family things right now, so I haven't really been paying attention. Like, right now, this is the only time I really sat down and watched the chat. But like the past couple of times when we first got back on, I ain't really had a chance to sit down and watch because it's you know stuff is going on. But right, I'm definitely listening, so I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Well, we send all yeah. our love to you, man. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon again. Okay. Alrighty, man. Much love. All right, bye. Yeah, take it easy. All right, we and got. Yeah. Um, Mark Andre Merlu, I don't know if I pronounce it. I'm a butcher of names and I do apologize. Ask, is Azura mango cheesecake any good? I have not tried Azura mango cheesecake. Have you, Matt? I haven't. I'm not a fan of cheesecake flavor, so I actually had it in my possession. And that was one of the flavors back on season two that I gave away because I'm not a fan of cheesecake flavors and I didn't even want to try it. So I don't know if the Probably person. Chat, help this guy out. Yes, yes. Also, I'm on the show. Welcome on. Drop a subscription to the channel because we do a lot of content. And if you're into hookah content, you probably like this shit. Yes. Uh, we have one more caller that we're going to take right now, and then we'll be done with the calls. Area code 510. Area code 510. Who is this? What's up, guys? This is Eddie. <laughs> what is up, Paul? How you doing? You've, you've Look, had, I'm doing well, man. You've had mango cheesecake, haven't you? I, ha I have had a ton of Azure flavors. That's why I called in. Okay, let's let's run them down a little bit. Give um, us some info. Uh, mango cheesecake is very cheesecakey. Uh, the mango is kind of like a subtle, subtle hint to it. You kind of get it on the exhale out, uh, not so much on the inhale mm -hmm. of the smoke. Um, 
it's very desserty, so it's, it's really, really strong in cheesecake. Um, if you like that type of flavor, you can go pick it up. If you want more mango with it, uh, add a little bit of royal mango with that, and you'd be good to go. Would you suggest just picking up royal mango if you're looking for a mango flavor instead of getting the mango cheesecake? Uh, yes. Royal mango is one of my favorite flavors right now. I, I'm almost done with my second 250 bag of it in, what, the last month? So, yeah, I thought uh, it was very it's, good. It's up there. Yeah, it's up there with my uh, the mango flavors. Because uh, I've tried, <clears throat> let me see, in the last three months, I've tried Dark Side Mango Lassie, uh, Azure Royal Mango, uh, and Alphacama Mango by itself. And I thought those three were kind of the, the top tier for mangoes um, that are out right now. Um, they, there are rumors of other mango flavors being made or currently developed that might that might be the end game, um, but th that flavor is not out yet. So right now, for me, Royal Mango is the best one that I've tried. Perfect. Yo, Paul. Yo. Send me a picture of you in that sick hoodie, man. I want to whore you out on Instagram. Dude, that hoodie is so warm, guys. I don't know if anybody <laughs> else has any AM Hookah merch, but that, it gets... It gets pretty cold in my garage when I'm smoking and, and doing the hangs with everybody. And the AI Vuka podcast sweatshirt is, uh, is we'll might, keep you be, warm. Uh, might be warm. <laughs> I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Obviously, you won it on season two. We really appreciate you listening. And I'm glad that you're the one that won it. Uh, you look very good in it. So make sure you send us over a picture because we do want it. We want to put it everywhere that we possibly can. Drop that picture in the Facebook group so everyone can see just how good looking you are in it. I'll do just that, guys. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling. We appreciate it. We will talk to you sooner than later, okay? Later, guys. Have a good show. Be good, bud. All right. Um, I think we've pushed this as far as we possibly can. I think that that's going to do it for us. Uh, before we go, let's go ahead and talk about our upcoming videos that we have going on here soon. Adrian, you're going to be doing the technical difficulties on Friday. I'm going to be doing the GameCast on Wednesday. going to be playing some Duck Game. Make sure you guys stop by. Challenge me if you are so inclined to do it. Let's give us a very brief breakdown of what each one of these shows are. So with, with the GameCast... We take a game, we play it, we also smoke, we go through whatever we're smoking and stuff like that. It's a very open invitation, very conversational, something that we like to do with the listeners and stuff like that, obviously. Technical difficulties is a little bit different. Adrian, what, what do you want to say about technical difficulties? It's a deep dive into a super niche thing that you can do with hookah products that maybe is a little bit too niche to go over in like a full review or something um, because we focus on answering real-time questions and stuff about going over specific stuff. Like for instance, I went over how you go about using um, an 80 feet resurrection bowl with El Fokker on a, with a provost for the first episode, which is like, that's not really searchable. You can't really do a review on just that. But for the technical difficulties format, it worked out pretty well. Um, we're still getting the formula for the show down pat. Matt and I are both taking turns doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it this week on um, how you would just use an Egyptian bowl with various different brands, focusing mostly on Alphacar because it's very accessible. Mm -hmm. um, but even like Matt did how to pack Tangiers into a um, Egyptian bowl, although I don't think that's the intended use of an Egyptian bowl, which is why I'm reiterating the topic. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah, that's kind of a technical difficulty. It's a deep dive into um, the more niche stuff that we go through and uh, do with our hoopas and our hoopas setups. 
Well, I think that's going to do it for us. If you want to find the AM Hookah channel all over the internet, you definitely can. It's pretty quick and easy. Just search AM Hookah on Twitter, on Instagram, here on YouTube, on Twitch. And then also on Facebook, we have a group and we have a page. Adrian, if people are looking for you, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me over at Pipe Dream Hookah on YouTube. Um, reviews, unboxings, shit like that. Um, just hookah content. There's a video going up right after this. Check it out. Um, and Instagram, again, you can find us at the AM Hookah Podcast. You can find me at the underscore pipe dream. Same thing on Instagram. If you want to find me on Facebook, my name is Adrian Hunter. I'm sure you can do the calculus there to find me. Um, and then um, one thing I really wanted, I wanted to touch on, not have a conversation about, but to put it in everyone's head so mm-hmm. they can maybe um, give us some feedback about it, is we have some ideas for upcoming shows um, that are maybe a little bit more, um, what's the best way to put it, more structured than just the open forum podcast. Um, I don't know how much we want to say about it, but any ideas for like games and stuff we could do, I think could be really cool. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to crowdsource that because I'm sure people have an idea on what they would like to see. Yeah, I think that we're always looking for new and exciting things to do here on the podcast. If you guys have some ideas to spruce up the show in some capacity, let us know. Drop a line to myself, Adrian, to both of us. Uh, we're always looking for some fun and uh, inter- interesting things. Let's talk about who we're going to actually have on next week on the show so get ready get prepared we're having he's in the chat right he now is yes he is he's talking bad stuff about nightbot all the time you know him you love him Derek moses is going to be our guest next week on the am hookah podcast it's going to be a, a blast and to give a little bit of a sweetener to it we are actually going to be preparing probably our very first game that we're going to be playing next week as well mm-hmm. and that's really exciting yeah, it should be fun. Um, we're going to work out all the details on that, and uh, we're going to do the show, and hopefully it's fun. And if you guys like it, we'll do more things like that. Um, more information coming very soon. Other yeah. than that, I think this covers it for our kind of uh, rehash on the brand dessert. We've done a video on this before, but it's been over a year at this point. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, Hookah John is not going to be carrying them anymore. They have a uh, clearance sale going on on the website right now, just hookahjohn.com. Go and get yourself some really good Azure for a very good price. You can even pick up the Azure cigar line from them as from him as well. Uh, if you want to find me on the internets, you can easily by searching Matt Dezen. You can find me on YouTube at Matt Dezen. You can find me on Instagram at only Matt Dezen. Find me on Twitter at only Matt Dezen. And you can find me on YouTube doing all the fun stuff that's going on on Facebook, uh, on the different groups and things like that. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us, though. We really do appreciate you guys stopping by, uh, dropping a like, and sharing the video. And until next time, guys, keep on smoking. Bye.